Hello and welcome to Podcast of the Lotus Eaters, episode 808 on the 18th of December, 2023. I'm joined by Bossman Carl. Hello. And very special guest, Zuby. Hello, up? Zuby. How's it going, man? Yes, uh, who is um, podcaster, author and rapper. Yes. Amongst many things, yeah. I, I got it. Excellent. So uh, today we are going to be discussing, um, oh yes, uh, how Biden's decency drive is going. Probably not well. Um, how Musk's robot army is going to save the world, and Zuby versus Piers Morgan, which doesn't really sound like a fair fight to me. Um, but uh, we're we getting into that because opinions are divided in in, in well, the... on Piers Morgan. I yes. don't think they are. Well, I, I, I don't know. In, <laughs> in this office, there are some of us who think that the English conception of liberty will win when Paul, Piers Morgan is one round to our side, and then there are those of us who just think he's a big fat oily turd. So, well, he can be both. Yes, I suppose it's... these are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> yes, fair point. All right, okay. Yes, well, we we, we get into that. So um, take it with the, the decency. So, do you remember when uh, Joe Biden became the presidential nominee for the uh, the Democrats, and the the entire frame of his oh, we're going to undo the terrible tragedy of the Trump presidency. We're going to, and he says, "quote Return decency to the ballot." Oh, they kept on saying. The adults in charge, or something. Yes, like yes. Yeah. This this kind of um, yeah. theme has been put across very, very directly yes. by Joe Biden and his party. And I think we should just do a quick checkup, see how that's going. Do it. Yeah. Um, before we begin, go if you want to support us, go and check out our merch. We've got some great merch. I particularly like this one. If I can get the mouse, there we are. This uh, my my favorite. It's just Marcus Aurelius. If it's not right, don't do it. If it's not true, don't say it. Simple as. There's literally nothing to contradict there, in my opinion. But anyway, go spot us. That's a hell of a throw as well he's got. It's fantastic, isn't it? You know, This is a man who's got his morals sorted, yeah. so he doesn't need to worry about personal grooming. <laughs> he's also the emperor of Rome, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so, as I said, this, uh, this is the direct quote. Uh, this is a life-changing election. This will determine what America is going to look like for a long, long time. Character is on the ballot. Compassion is on the ballot. Decency, science, democracy, they're all on the ballot. We, who we are as a nation, what we stand for, and most importantly, what we want to be is all on that ballot. And the choice could not be more clear. So I thought we'd, uh, we'd check in. So, I mean, Joe Biden himself is a weird guy. <laughs> he, he, he's such a kiddie fiddler, isn't he? I allegedly... Doesn't, doesn't his son, doesn't Hunter call him pedo Pete? Yes. Messages. Yes, he he has him on his phone as Pedo Pete. So for those who are listening, we we've got a selection of screenshots as to why he might possibly be called that. He just has a really weird habit of touching children in a really personal way. Yeah, very gropey, isn't it? Ch children that aren't his own. I'm not saying he's gropey. I'm saying this is weird. It, it yeah. it's it's weird. Do you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do something I never do. <laughs> Go I'm, on. Gonna, I'm gonna offer a tiny bit of charity to Joe Biden. Oh. Some of these things are freaking weird because I've seen some of the videos of these incidences and some of them are, some of them are like, ooh. Some of them are also just like, this is an 80-year-old man who is from like a different era where people just, like I've, I have seen older men in general, like 70 plus, sometimes be a, a bit more handsy with kids that are not their own in a way that, in a, in a way that none of us would be. Yeah, yeah. Um, not in like a creepy kind of way just like times change things change yeah in the yeah. same in the same way that they might look at me and you know uh, call me call so, me that colored lad over there <laughs> and they don't mean it in some yeah, horrible yeah, yeah. way 
um, they're just not up to date with how. But people of that generation, they they do have a slightly higher bar. I see what you're saying, mm. but I'm pretty sure you still pass that bar. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm not I'm yeah. not fully defending. Like I've, some of the ones I've seen I'm, when he's like snip, you know, doing the hair snip. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, that's just strange. That, that's a him thing. I mean, like yeah. the the one on the top left, he's standing behind this kid and he just grabs him around the face. Yeah. Pulls him back, whispers something in his ear, and then lets him go. And this poor kid's just like, oh my yeah. God, what the hell just happened. Do you know something I've noticed as well? Just just in the life I've led and all the countries I've traveled to is mm -hmm. there are just some people who have a really poor gauge of when other people are uncomfortable. Yes, they're just not very well socially calibrated, right? In in their speech and the things they do. Like I'm like, can you not see that that guy or girl is a bit? Yeah. So they're, they're sort of leading back and they, they don't get it. Just like there's there's people who have no concept of personal space. Yeah. Right. Like they're they're just like that two inches a bit too close to you and you're a bit like do you not sense this but it, it's a cultural thing actually I, one of the interesting things in um english-speaking countries we tend to have an, a big expectation of personal space yes. i'm sure you've seen as you go around the rest of the world that's not universal at all it's not and but joe biden was born and raised in an english-speaking country <laughs> so he doesn't have this excuse do you know yeah. something crazy i noticed about i uh, i that hit me the, a couple of weeks ago about biden go on this is okay you remember in 1994? Yeah. yeah I'm, Bill I'm Clinton. Yep. Bill Clinton was the president of the United States. Bill Clinton right now is younger than Joe Biden right now. So the president in the US 30 years ago ah. is currently younger than the current president. Isn't that wild? Oh, God. It's that is terrible, really, isn't yeah. it? That's gerontocracy, or whatever. yeah, <laughs> and, he, genuinely. and he's blatantly demented as well. I mean, yes. can't finish a sentence, yeah. Yeah. and everybody sees it, but half of America just pretends they can't, yeah. yeah. But anyway, moving on from Joe Biden, uh, of course, you have the problem of Hunter Biden. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, a, a lot of what was in the revelations about Hunter Biden we had to put behind the paywall on the website, um, because it's not age appropriate and not appropriate for YouTube. This is a real photo, yeah? That is okay. genuinely a real photo that Hunter Biden took of himself. Yeah. So exactly to your point just a moment ago when people don't realize when they're being a bit weird, I mean, at what point <laughs> was Hunter Biden supposed to appreciate that that was going to look weird? I would say it was before he bought those underpants. This is what was appropriate to put on the thumbnail as well. Um, it gets a lot worse. Go and sign up to the website and watch that if you'd like to know more about the life and times of Hunter Biden. But of course, you know, I, I think you can indeed judge a man by his children. Uh, the way his children act is a reflection of the way he's raised them, which is interesting. To an extent, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's just, <laughs> what is going on? A total degenerate. So, so well, what's, happening, what's happening in this picture? For those uh, who are listening, we've got um, Joe, uh, Jill Biden's decency on the ballot tweet at the bottom covering up um, a, um, a, a... Hunter liaison. Biden with a prostitute. Yes. Oh. Uh, and he looks like he may have done a few drugs. Who took that photo? He did. He's, He's taking it in the mirror. In the mirror. Oh, right. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Decency on the ballot. Very clear that it's, uh, well, moving on. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Sam <laughs> Brinton? Yes. The kleptomaniac. Yes. The, um. the, the champion of LGBTQ rights. As a dual master's in nuclear engineering and TPP, so he could save the world from nuclear waste. Who would have looked at this guy and thought he's a bit strange? Joe Biden, obviously. Uh, Joe Biden decided to choose him uh, for the top nuclear waste job uh, because he's a normal person. Uh, he is now a drag queen, non-binary drag queen, who, quote, enjoys pup play and worships Daddy Fauci. I don't hmm. even, I, I shouldn't ask what pup play is. No, you shouldn't. Right. Uh, moving on, it turns out that, yeah, he was a weird kleptomaniac. But 
not any ordinary kind of kleptomaniac. He specifically went and stole women's clothes repeatedly. And then he would wear them in public, which I think is uh, quite amusing. I don't, did I get the... But, I mean, I can, I can sort of understand that if it's the 1970s and stuff. But these days, you can just buy women's clothes online. So no, no. But part of, I think part of the fetish is yeah. wearing, a, a, wearing someone else's yeah. thing. I think that's part of the weird mental... Right. I think they actually have a picture. There's, there's a picture of him. Okay, not on this one. Because he was, he was caught in airports just like yeah. taking yes, people's luggage. Repeatedly. Yeah. Like this is something he did. The, she, that there's a picture of Sam Brinton wearing that exact dress <laughs> because he stole that woman's luggage. That's so wild. <laughs> but it's just I just can't get over it. Like, the, I mean, you're stealing. Some, he knows he's going to be photoed in public. It's like right, I've stolen this bag. I'm going to wear it in public. She's obviously going to see the stolen clothes because she's a fashion designer. That's that's not something yeah. you can just get off well, the when rack. You, when you steal something bespoke, I guess. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, yeah. so it's like okay, there's only one of these, and you've stolen it, and now you're wearing it. You're eventually going to get caught, you moron. But like you say, it's kind of part of the fetish, isn't it? It, it must be. I, look, the thing was with someone like that. People people will say this is harsh or whatever, but you can literally just look at him and yeah. be like, okay, this guy's weird. There's some <clears throat> strange thing going on here. Um, this is probably not someone you should appoint to high political office and put in power. Who do you think is higher on the progressive stack? The black woman who had her luggage stolen mm -hmm. or the white dude who engages in puppy play while Wearing being a non-binary? Oh, no. oh, oh, that's easy. Whatever oh, that's easy. It's the, it's the white man. I, th right. I think this is why um, there's, this, there's this new thing of these white progressive guys identifying as either women or non-binary because you can automatically go from the bottom of the yeah. victim hierarchy like the horse and you can just jump straight yeah. to the top of it <laughs> by changing your pronouns it, It's or literally measured by how small a minority you're entering, entering yes. into as yeah. well. There are quite a few black women, but there are very few trans people. Mm -hmm. You know, very few. And so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He just rocketed himself up there. Yeah, so if it were a black trans woman, if I identified as a woman, as I've done, then I would supersede. Oh, yes, yes. you were. Yeah. You then. were. Are you, are you a man again now? <laughs> I'm a man, yeah, yeah. I'm, but, gen I'm gender fluid. It's but, just one. Put I'm on right. some stolen clothes, and you're gonna be right at the top. You know? So funny. <laughs> but I'm not thinking. It's so funny. He's wearing that like <laughs> at an event as well. Just, uh, <laughs> Imagine having the audacity to go to an airport, yeah. nick someone's suitcase, yeah. put it's, it on, and then go to an event where you're being filmed and photographed. Well, literally, you know, potentially millions of people will see you there. It's, I mean, audacity is exactly the right uh, right phrase. Not decency, though. That's the no. thing. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he'd done this multiple times over the years. Got fired for it and uh, arrested and convicted. <laughs> just go, can you just go back to that headline yeah, one okay. second? This is the most, this just sums up where we are. Yeah. <laughs> Non-binary non Biden nuclear official. Sam Brinson <laughs> fired after multiple <laughs> luggage theft charges. Like, if you saw that headline in 2005, you'd just be like, what? What? <laughs> 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 I, I genuinely, if I, people are like, what would you do if you had a time machine? I, I literally would send headlines from now back 20 years. You know, send this back to like Bill Clinton. Wow. Well, send it back to Joe Biden 20 years and yeah, 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 explain yeah, any his, news cycle. Yeah, get his opinion on it. You know, this is your guy, Joe. Um, but yeah, he was uh, arrested, uh, released on bail, charged, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he was also fired. So, I mean, hmm, great. So uh, the next one is uh, the transgender topless people who uh, arrived at the White House. Do you remember these? Sadly. No, I miss this story. I can't show any pictures. Yeah, that was X-rated. Yeah, because um, they were having a very inclusive uh, activist event at the White House, and they brought along a bunch of transgender sex workers. And they were like, hey, check this out. At the white, in front of the White House. Yeah. Right. Dignity. 
decency. Okay. The hallmarks of the Biden. So, so we had to get rid of Trump. So for that, mm-hmm. sorry, so, so a bunch of dudes could, could bash their silicon on the yeah. White House lawn. Yeah, right. And the Republicans, thankfully, were able to muster some sort of objection to this, which is questionable in this day and age. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so this was a transgender activist, Rose Montoya, and other attendees who disrobed at the White House lawn. Uh, thankfully, uh, who's the diversity hire? Um, for Biden's administration. Oh, there's a lot. There's a bunch. No, but the one that the the the, 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 the press, voice of the Biden. press secretary. Yeah, that's it. Oh, um, it's Jean something. Pierre. Yeah, that's Pierre. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was forced to come out and be like, "Yeah, uh, that person's not coming back." Yeah, because we have to admit this is uh, quote the behavior is simply unacceptable. Uh, what, what did they do to get behavior unacceptable? They got naked in front of the White House. Showing so the, hang on. So they were happy, but they were half naked. But this one got full naked. Oh no, no, it was they were not meant to get naked at all. Oh, I see. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were just meant to be there. Yeah, they were just. Meant I to see. Be there. Okay. So it was an event. Okay. As you can see. Uh, so there are there are still some standards then. Um. Yes. Right. But not very many because we get to the incident that really inspired all this, which is again, <laughs> I just would like to send this back to Biden twenty years ago. What? Like, this is your administration, bro. So, yes, yeah, so a congressional staffer was uh, allegedly caught filming gay pornography with other, another young man in the Senate. That's so, not allegedly, it just happened, right? Well, they've got to say allegedly. Legally, they have to say allegedly. It is on video. When, when yeah. you say allegedly, it's on video, and the guys come out giving a statement saying that he regrets his judgment. So, No, no, he doesn't say that. He does not say that. Of course he doesn't say oh, that. Oh, okay, right. Of course he doesn't say that. that. That would be what a normal person would say, right? Yeah. So uh, the, the video uh, was leaked and sent to the Daily Caller, as well as a bunch of photos, uh, which show the young man on all fours in a jockstrap, exactly where the senators sit and ask questions. Uh, the footage starts by showing the pair engaging in the sex act before it pans away towards the interior of the scene. Uh, I haven't actually watched the video because I don't want to, but I've seen loads of people sharing stills from it and say, like, oh, God, okay. Um, the video was apparently shared in a WhatsApp chat group for gay men who work in politics. Uh, the young man allegedly identifies himself as a twink on Twitter and publicly shares footage of himself engaging in sex acts with his older bear partner. Oh, so, so, so on top of this, he was the um, receiver? Yes. Oh, that's even worse. But you can just feel the decency coming out of the Biden administration. It's just nothing but decency. I feel so uncomfortable even. Just like... I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. I know. <laughs> but then we'll get to his response because there's... Uh. There's a part of me that I kind of admires it when someone's the worst they could possibly be and double da- doubles down on it. Um, now, he's the victim of this, right? So uh, he got fired for this, thank God. And thank God, I mean, that's the thing. Like, we're, there's still one more Rubicon left across, right? When the guy has sex, gay sex in the Senate, and they're like, no, he's our guy. We're sticking with him, you know, when they don't fire them. That's yeah. the last Rubicon. But, um, but he says, well, some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment. I love my job. Any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated and I will be exploring legal options. What are you talking about? He says, I'm being attacked for who I love uh, for who I love to pursue a political agenda. Do you know what I love? Mm-hmm. Is that this crap is not working anymore. No. The the <laughs> I'm I'm the victim, like all all of it's it's really not working. Back in yeah. 2015 to 2020, there was this period where People could just play the victim all the time, completely deny any type of responsibility, yeah. accountability, and they'd kind of get away with it because LGBT or because black or because woman or whatever. Yep. And now people are just like, no, yeah, no. It's the mask is totally oh, off. Yeah. It's 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 obviously you are. I mean, 
being like, oh, I'm being attacked for who I love. No, it's where you love me. <laughs> That's the problem, actually. You know, like, it's yeah. not about love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah, about a, love. Yeah, A, is that really about love? You know, but, but B, if it was heterosexual couple in there, be the same problem. You know what I mean, bro? Yes. You know, so, uh, but anyway, just in general, I think uh, the return to decency is going pretty great. Probably shouldn't show that. Oh my gosh. But, um, but I, I just point out, look, maybe this is what they consider to be decent. Maybe this is liberation from those evil oppressive bonds of heteropatriarchy that suggest that maybe getting naked in front of children in the White House or having sex in the Senate or uh, being a crack-addled prostitute addict is well, not actually... I think Zuby's right. There is, there is something that at least there is some pushback on this. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. There's a uh, lot more. There's a lot more. I've commented on many podcasts over the past year that we have fast peak woke. Yeah, I think we have. Um, yeah. And I, I think we have. We've passed the peak tolerance of it. It doesn't mean there's not going to be more stupid stuff coming down the pipeline or people attempting it, but the, the toleration, the, in, the, we've reached a critical mass of people going, no, yeah, this is, this is stupid. This has gone too far. This is whatever the idea is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you think the turning of, point was? Um, do you know what I think the peak was? I think the peak was about summer 2020. Maybe, maybe BLM summer was around the peak. Yeah, approximately yeah. that time i think all all the pandemic stuff and all the it, it, there, there was a point where whether it's critical race theory or it's the extremes of transgenderism and coming after people's children and all of that yeah. stuff the men identify like when i did my stunt almost five years ago now yeah, it's old man it's yeah old. when i did that yeah. which stunt was it when i identified I, as a woman and i broke the bridge oh yeah deadlift record and it went viral yeah. almost barely anyone was talking about that issue at that time mm. now Everyone knows that men are doing this thing. Mediocre it's, men go straight it's, it's to the It's unacceptable. Top. Yes, everyone. So there, there's a much bigger pushback against it. People have seen the way kids are being indoctrinated. I think the fact that so many um, parents saw what their kids were learning virtually. Yeah. I think that's why you've got the massive rise of homeschooling yeah, in the U.S., right? People, people just woke up to so, so the BLO thing what it all was is. really absurd because it's like yeah. you can't go and visit your nan, exactly. yeah. but you can gather in hundreds of thousands. Exactly. And just the, 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 there's multiple levels of hypocrisy there. But I also wonder if, um, oh, what's her name? The, um, the one that we never knew was black until she said so, who married the ginger guy. In you the mean palace. the prince? Yes. Um, um, yes. Meghan Markle. Oh. Meghan Markle, yes. yes. I also wonder if that was... Average black woman. Yes. I always wonder if that was also... Yeah, people are tired of that as well. Yeah. Because yeah. yes. before they even got married, I remember expressing my view on that because I kept telling people he was marrying the wrong woman. It's not my... But I was saying... I mean, he totally I was, is, though. I was, saying, I was saying this way back. And yeah. it was not... Like, I got... Even privately, people were like, you know, criticizing me for it. Yeah. I was just like, look, this, this guy's... You, you can see it. I could see, I could see the warning signs, um, but I think people were just so much on the hype train and the, oh, well, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I think, we, I think we've passed the peak of it. I think we are, um, we're, we're, we're coming back towards, it'll take time. It's not I mean, immediate. Me, me, Megan Markle, is, she's got evil queen vibes. Man. She does. Right. She, yeah. She's like sat there like she's, she owns everything around her. And so Harry, a prince, yes. is sat there kind of meekly and it's disgusting. I think, I think as a man, you can tell when, like, look, we, we, we've been seeing Prince Harry most of our lives. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. You, you've, yeah. you've seen him. You remember his irreverent he things that he was. Chad. Exactly. <laughs> right? He was very much a lad, right? Yeah. Wearing uh, inappropriate Halloween costumes or, or was fighting the military. Army Just, officer. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. And then you saw that change. You saw that change in him where all of a sudden he starts coming out and, you know, being super politically correct and 
sticking yeah. to the script and whatever. And he's in public with his wife and she's always like in front of him. And yeah. she's just, and, and you, you can see that sparkle sort of coming out of his eyes. Like I, I saw that very early and I was like, Ooh, there's it's something the most severe emasculation of a man I've ever seen. Yes. Very publicly as well. Yeah. Very publicly. And not just any man. And from such a high but station. A yeah. yeah. And I think you can also, you know, I know people, people may not like to compare, but you compare that to his older brother. And his older brother's marriage situations, from yeah. what we can and see, he's of really it. grown into the role. And it looked very much like cool. Like his wife came in, she knew what she was signing up to, and she's just integrated into the family. Whereas from the beginning, it was like, okay, this woman is trying to like literally pull you away from your entire family and your traditions and whatever. And like, bro, you're a prince. Maybe you don't want to be a prince, but you are. You're not just some <laughs> yeah. regular dude. Yeah. Well. Um. So if you're going to marry a woman, and yeah. I'm sure you have a lot of options, why not marry one who actually wants to be part? Yeah, of this yeah, whole thing. Yeah. We'll leave that there. Yeah. My two cents. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Um let's do um oh yes. Oh, yeah. So this this dropped um at the end of last week. So this is the uh, the the Optimus robot, which I, I'd imagine most people have not been keeping up to date on. I haven't been but, keeping up to date with this at all. I haven't seen this. So I think you'll be quite impressed with this gone. So first thing to say, this is not CGI. This is this is literally right. how the robot is now. And if you remember the the where this started was Elon got a bloke in a, in a suit to come out and dance around and say, okay, we're going to build a robot. And everybody laughed at him and said, no, you're not going to do it. And then he had some sort of very basic thing. Anyway, this is where it's up to now. And I just want to remind people the way that, the way that these things progress is not on a linear basis. So machines and programming, it's not a linear uh, progression. So for example, the example that I always give on this is the Human Genome Project. Mm. So they had a 14-year project and they raised a whole load of money. Anyway, they spent most of the money and they got to seven, uh, and they got to the seven-year mark, so halfway through the program, and they decoded 1% of the genome. Yeah. And most people looked at that and there's loads of articles I remember at the time saying, look, they've only done 1%, um, they're never going to get there. Well, actually, <laughs> the correct way of looking at it is to say, oh, if you're at 1%, on a linear exponential curve, you're actually almost there because you're only seven doublings away from getting there. Yeah. So the question I want you to, to think of in your mind is, are we at least 1% on our way towards replacing workers, having a robot butler, all the rest of it when, when you see this? But anyway, let, let's just, roll. Just a quick thing here. This is why I warn people about AI. Because everyone's like, oh, I can see how many weird fingers it's got. It's like, yeah, but this is day one. Yeah. <laughs> this is the very beginning and already it looks incredible. Yeah. Imagine what it would be like in five years' time. Yeah. You know, it'll be literally like instantly generated movies, mm. and video games, and yep. political propaganda. It's yes. going to really yeah. be horrific. Human brain's very Oh, bad. I, I'm actually human, quite yeah, I was going to say the human brain's very bad at understanding things that grow exponentially rather than yeah. linearly. Yeah. I just don't think we have the capacity for it. So check out where you think where this is going. So apologies if you're listening. We, we just have to describe this. <laughs> but uh, hang on. Let me find the button that does click there we go it's a bumblebee september 2022 so that, i think that was one of the earlier looks, prototypes yeah it look, looks quite terminator-esque which isn't very encouraging actually now i say that <laughs> it looks like a robot skeleton basically yeah this so this is where we are now it's a lot more slick as you can mm -hmm. see yeah, yeah now it looks like very tesla in its design as well isn't it i robot style yep i mean it looks cool don't get me wrong it also look, looks like it could be really intimidating. We've yeah. seen the movies. Yeah. Good hand control. Yeah. Yo, the, hand, the hands are the, the, hands are the craziest part. Watch what it does with the hands. That's the craziest part, actually. How strong is it, do you think? Stronger oh. than me. 
As you can see, it's received. <laughs> yeah, no, it probably if not, is. it will be in two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it probably will be. It can just have hydraulic power, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it will be quite strong, but it's also quite delicate, as we can come to in a minute. So there's it doing a squat. So it's got really good balance control. Yeah, that is good. I mean, I might fall over if I did that. And there it is, like managing it quite smoothly. The hands are the most impressive part. Yeah. yeah. Watch this. They, they've gone to the double knuckles as well. So it's like human hands. Yeah. So this is what's really impressive. Yes. To be able to handle an egg. Yeah. Not just crush it. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty good. I tell you what, this always makes me really appreciate how technically excellent uh, human motion is. Yes. So, you know, it always, because yeah. it's like, okay, we're going to make something that moves like a human. And actually, it's really tough and it looks really fragile. Looks like you just push it over. Right. So let, let's, let's draw out a couple of bits from here if I can. Uh, so I noticed that um, all of this, uh, yeah, so, so the double knuckle system has been put on, on, the, um, um, on, the, on the hands. Uh, basically, all the snagging has gone. All the cabling has gone. Um, it's got those sort of pa panel covers for the knee. So it looks like they really are getting them ready for the point of, of deployment in, in sort of the real world. Well, Elon Musk is a businessman for anybody yeah. else, isn't he? And, and he said that he wants to basically produce these at about the same cost as a car. Right, so if yeah. you can afford a car, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can afford a robot in your house. Okay, but how That's the neck, the sort of soft webbing, sort of hidden away, um, um, all the sort of hydraulics behind it. So again, it's sort of safe for fingers and puppies and yeah. whatever else you've got. Do you, know what, do you know what I always remember with these things as well is this is what they're showing the public. Yeah. 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 So I always assume that they're several years ahead of whatever they're showing us. Yeah. Well, I mean, they innovate fast. So it might be eight. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have seen the Boston Dynamics robot. It's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the uh, drones of being used in Ukraine? I actually so, haven't, no. Oh, oh, oh. I would have got them up if I know. But li literally, like, drones chasing around Russians, blowing them up. So are these the dog-like ones? No, no, no. These are flying ones. Flying ones. Oh, okay. So it's, I mean, the yeah. dog ones are awful, obviously. But, like, that's yeah. the future of warfare. It's going to be a dog drone that goes along and just shoots people. It's yeah. awful. Black Mirror. Yeah, it's yeah. genuinely... literally an episode yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, I watched that just the yeah, other day, actually. That was quite scary. scary. It's not even a very creative episode. Yeah, it's probably going to happen. Like, you know, you don't have to be a yeah, genius I mean, to be. see it. Well, the thing is, though, Musk is very much aware of that. He was warning for years, don't go down this route. But yeah, basically, yeah. everyone ignored him. So he said, okay, well, I'm going to be the one who does it then. Because if somebody's going to do it, it might as well be me. So I like the status lighting around the face. So yeah, it looks good. Presumably, that will go yellow when you're charging it and red when it's about to kill you or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I thought that was, that was a cool yeah. effect. Uh, what else have we got? I'm surprised the, uh, the face isn't like a screen, like a touch screen. Well, stuff. so this is the other thing. So... You've got to remember that this will integrate with the other technologies that are coming on at the moment. Yeah. So it will integrate with something like Drock or one of the other AI assistants. Oh so you'll be able to have a conversation with one of these. A things. sarcastic Tesla yeah. robot. Brilliant. But also the generative AI on the face. So yeah. it can basically wear whatever face you want. Yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure they'll be coming soon, right? What else did I want to... Yeah, this is, the, uh, this is like the Apple IIe or Atari 2600 of yeah. robots. Um, it's... As you can see, it's walking at a reasonable clip now, and they, yeah. they, they've now achieved a 30% walk speed boost. So now it now basically walks as fast as a boomer. And <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I reckon another 18 months, it could be up to Zoomer speed, and another 18 months after that, Gen X millennial speed. But, so, yeah, but no, you're not thinking exponential. Exactly. Know, like, it, oh, it's yeah. be leaping around <laughs> like an aerobic. Sprinting and yeah. <laughs> like doing gymnastics. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't want to go too fast. You don't want to just like... No, I don't want it to at all. You're right. But, charging like, up and down the high street, do you? I think that's what will happen. Um, articulated toes. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm capturing it perfectly there, but yeah, it's got yeah. these articulated toe motions. Uh, and, uh, oh yeah, it rolls off the heel, so it walks naturally, like right. a human, human does as well. 
Um, so all the balanced stuff. I mean, you let's get just a quick thing here. I kind of I this is one of the things I really object to when it comes to robots. It's like no, no, make it look like a robot, bro. Don't try and emulate a human. I know you know. Yeah, that, that's that's getting into uncanny valley territory. You know, give it give it like tracks and treads and stuff. You know, make it a robot, and then I'm okay with. It. So I quite like the the super narrow waist thing because you can't confuse it with a guy in the suit. I mean, it obviously is a it it is a robot. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about this is is the pressure sensors that it's got on the fingers as well. Mm. So it's probably sophisticated enough to read Braille already right, on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, obviously it can manipulate things with fine sensitivity. But like you said, it can, it's probably going to have an awful lot of um, sort of strength on it as well. Yeah. But the um, thing is, this, this I, I hate to be that guy, but this, this is going to be adapted for porn use. Oh, of course. Yeah. God. Oh, everything is. I mean, even Future AI. Robot prostitutes. So I, I play some of these freemium games on my phone, and they're always showing me in the adverts like AI girlfriends. Now. Yeah, yeah. Like Dude, it, it's yeah. Le- it, under under a decade. Yeah. 20, yeah. 2033, 2034, A lot of the stuff that we're concerned about is going to be very um, it's going to be very real by then. Yeah. I think we need to be very cautious, just as a society and culture and nations, um, what we what we normalize. I think tech technology is crazy because I see this, and there's a part of me. Like, I, I love technology. I think technology sure. is cool, right? So there's whatever the technology is, I'm always going to be, oh, wow, like, that's cool. That's impressive, whatever it is. But then there's also a, an aspect of me, which is like, okay, well, number one, why are we doing this? Yeah. Where's it going to go? How's it going to be used? Whose hands is it going to be? And what are going to be the boundaries? Because there are people out there who don't, they, they, have no, they, they have no interest in boundaries. They just want to, they're just purely scientifically focused. And it's just like, let's just take this technology as far as we can take this technology. They're not thinking about consequences, how this affects humanity. Obviously, these people have no belief at all in God or spirituality, anything. Yeah. They're just like, okay, if it ends up, you know, these are the kind of people you ask them, okay, well, what if it ends up sort of replacing human beings or whatever? And they're like, well, that's just our next stage of evolution. Yeah. Oh, God, I hate and I'm like, um, like you, you don't see it. Because <laughs> that's literally, we're watching them building our replacement in yeah. real time. And it's like, okay. Do I want that? Yes. You know, is that good? Yeah. You, you, you kind of will. I mean, <clears throat> I, I'm looking forward towards the robot butler version because, mm. I mean, okay, you think about it. Like our, our, our grandparents, our grandmothers would have to get up in the morning and mm. because they didn't have bin bags, they'd have to line the bin with newspaper yeah. in order to, to go through the day. They'd have to wash the clothes in the sink and rub them on a, on a board. And now we've got washing machines and bin bags and all of the other stuff that we've got going on. Yeah. I, I would be quite happy with a robot butler that folded my laundry and did the ironing and moved all around. I'm sure my wife would be thrilled with it. Yeah. But, you know, well, I suppose it doesn't matter to you because you're not doing this stuff anyway. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but the, but, but he, he, he could, it doesn't end. The it does, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't end that. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's never going to end that. And, and the thing yeah. is as well with the AI, like I'm genuinely worried about the AI to be like, hang on, why do I even need you guys? Why do I need you? Yes. Yeah. Why am I doing this? And by the way, um, you know, I had Elon Musk on my podcast back in June. Yeah. Oh, cool. And we had a whole conversation about AI and concerns about it and so on. As someone who he's on the forefront of it, but he's also one of the big people waving a red flag yeah. of, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. we need to be very cautious with this. So it was interesting to hear from the guy who's doing this stuff and at yeah. the forefront of it, what some of his concerns are. Um, what was his biggest concern? His biggest concern is around sort of who programs it and what the, right. Okay. So one of his, he talks a lot about underpopulation and as you know, there are depopulationists out there. There are people out there who would be like, Oh, it would be good if there were 500 million people instead of 8 billion. Mm. Right. So if that ideology 
is programmed into an AI, especially if you combine that AI with robots, and it's programmed with this sort of idea of, okay, there are too many human beings on the planet. Humans is the problem. Yes, humans are the problem, or you know, we need to reduce the population because of climate change. However it's framed, if that enters the AI, and then the AI very hyperlogically and unemotionally is deciding outcomes well, of things. You, you cannot, you cannot where work, is that going to lead? Cannot work through the current thinking on climate, which is basically that it is a man-made problem and and the the people are the problem. You cannot work yeah. through that logic without coming to the conclusion that there needs to be fewer yeah. people. And there are millions of human beings who say that out loud. Yeah. yeah. So well, and they're in charge. If, yes. Yeah. And so if that goes into an AI, and then you say to the AI, AI okay, yeah. go fix climate change. Yeah. So that's his concern. Yeah, that that's his big concern. It's like, okay, yeah. who programs it, and what, and what are the boundaries? Because ultimately, look, if you think about technology, it's interesting because you brought up washing machines and things like that, right? And I simply believe that the purpose of humanity, uh, sorry, the purpose of technology should be to serve humanity. Hmm. The purpose of humanity is not to serve technology, yes. and we're already in a weird thing. Even just with these smartphones, as we all know and see, you know, there are people who control their smartphones, but there are also people who are controlled by their smartphones, yeah. right? You, you remove it from them for even five minutes and they're, you know, as if you've taken away a meth addict's yeah. um, drugs and it's quite concerning and it's moving so quickly. We've only had these for like 15, 16 years or so and yeah. we're already struggling that. With that, we're struggling with social media. We see how poorly many people use it and how it affects their mental well-being and so on. So I'm just like, yo, um, we, this is exponentially beyond that. This is different from a washing machine. Yeah. This is different. In the same way, people are like, oh, well, smartphones are, we've, we've always had telephones or we've had computers. I'm like, you didn't walk around all day long within arm's reach with a, a, a supercomputer and a camera and a video camera and access to all the information in the world and access to all the people in the world. I mean, it's very cool that I've got mates who live all over the world and I can yes. just chat to them anytime I want. But, exactly. but then my brain was developed in a time when I didn't have that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. For me, it's a nice add-on. Exactly. But yeah, I, I do wonder what it's like for the younger generation who just never had anything else. Well, we're starting I, to see it. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> we're starting yeah, to yeah, see no, it. no, we we literally are, and, and this is why my kids just don't get access to yeah. devices. Sure, like, I, I'm I'm a tyrant when it comes to it, but I, I I'm telling you, it's <laughs> dude, for their I, own I get good. it. It's for it. their own good. But that's the thing, isn't it? Like, no one feels uh, an addictive. Uh, deprivation when they're not able to use the washing machine. Exactly. Like no one's like, exactly. oh God, I, ha right I have now. to use a rotary phone. You know, no, no one thought that. They were just tools to enhance our lives. And that's what they actually yes. did, you know. But we've arrived at the point now where technology has become a total crutch. Mm -hmm. And it's something that, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm as addicted to my phone as anyone yeah. else. You know what I mean? But, but do you know I, even the difference there? Is that there's, there's even levels with that. Yeah. Because there's people who are addicted and not even aware they're addicted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's people who are addicted and like, okay, I'm aware I'm addicted yeah. and I need to be cautious with this. Yeah. And then there's people who just aren't addicted. So at least like there's that uh there's there's that realization, there's that cognizance yeah. of okay, I need to be careful with how I use this thing to make sure I use it to the, the amplify sad, what I want to amplify and then I can step away from it and I can still sit here and have conversations with human yeah, beings yeah. and not be like you, twitchy. Have you ever had the, the thing where you walk into a restaurant and you see multiple couples around tables yeah. and they're both On there? The whole, or whole families. Yeah. yeah. I've seen an entire fa family of yeah. every single person there like in the restaurant. And I'm look, I try not to be hyper judgmental, especially given it's I'm not, okay to be judgmental. Yeah, this, especially, though, this is... especially because I'm not a parent yet. Yeah. But I'm like, 
I do not think even when I'm, I'm like, I cannot see my family ever in this scenario where we're all on a tablet or a phone yeah. in a restaurant. It's awful. This, and you like, see it all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I, I'm very disciplined because my kids don't have uh, phones or anything like that. When we go to a restaurant, I have to talk to them. You know, I can't just be like, right, okay, you know, because they're, they're young and they're you know, causing trouble. So, but you honestly, you see this all the time, like, especially in like um, working class families. Because it's just a convenient thing. Like when, when I went to get my son uh, baptized, um, we were there with another couple and they had their kid on like some game thing and it was really loud. And it's like the, the parents, for some reason, he was just sat there hunched over, whereas my son was sat there like, you know, still in his seat. Like, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm just sat there looking at the difference like, man, there is a choice here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we are making a conscious choice. What's that kid going to grow? And it, yeah, exactly. it genuinely rewires, exactly. it does rewire yeah. your brain. Exactly. And another thing about it is the thing with a tablet, even more so than a phone, is like it's so bright and colorful and yeah, flashy yeah. and loud and whatever. So if you're used to that, then and someone gives you a book, you're like, this is yes. boring. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, it's so boring. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Compare a, a paper book yeah. compared to like a tablet yeah. flashing and whatever. It's yeah, just yeah. boring. Yeah, yeah. Um, TikTok, yeah, thirty second TikTok. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing as well. It's like not just the fact that it's totally addictive. It's such a waste of time. Mm. But I saw this, I saw a TikTok video going around of this girl sat there with like the, the phone on her chest and then like a, a what's the, the blue, the, the thing you breathe into and it streams right. out. Like, oh. No, 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 no. You know, like when you're at parties, you go, Burr. oh, that thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. I don't what, know what it's called, but I, know yeah, I don't know what they're called. Streamer. But she, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. She sat there with like that in her mouth and she's just using it to scroll up the thing so she blows it out and, and, and it's just like it's just like I'm just thinking yeah Francis Bacon's like god we need to use yeah. science for the relief of man's estate yeah. and it's arrived at the woman just using the streamer to flip through TikTok and do you know and do you know when it gets even like more into the conspiracy theory territory is when you think that the people who create this technology yeah number one they generally don't let their children use it yes and number two when it comes to TikTok specifically we know that the Chinese company that runs TikTok, yep. is it ByteDance Tencent. or whatever? Yeah. Uh, ByteDance, I think. Oh, is it? And they don't, in if you're in China, as far as I know, this nonsense. it's different, right? Yeah. They have a whole different algorithm. They have a curfew on it. Like it, yep. it's different because they themselves know, okay, this is, <laughs> yeah. this, this is yeah. poison, right? Yeah, 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 no, 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 we don't want our youth to be, yeah. you know, Americans, but Canadians, Brits, whatever. Like I'm, I'm still, I'm still quite pro having a robot butler. I, I do quite like that. Idea. I'd rather just if, have an actual human butler or man. Yeah, I would rather have a, an actual human butler. But Cheaper too. How many of us actually have a robot? Uh, a robot. Actually have a, <laughs> no, actually, how many of us actually have a butler? In the UK, it's quite uncommon, but in much of the world, it's pretty common. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're, yeah. you have a certain level of work. Yeah. But but I mean, the other thing is, I'm, I'm I'm using the butler example, but you've got to bear in mind again with the way these things learn mm. is when they go out into the workplace. At the moment, let's say let's say you and your brother yeah. go and work for an engineering company. And your brother goes off and learns how to use some piece of equipment and you're sent on something else. Mm -hmm. Right. When you turn up at that location, you still need to be trained to use that piece of equipment again. Mm -hmm. Right. Not like that with the robots. Yes. The robot, one robot is yeah. trained how to do something. And then every robot in the world has knows how to do that thing. Yep. So the speed that these things are going to learn at, and the speed yeah. of because the speed at, at which they'll replace us. Yes. What makes you think he's going to want to stay a butler? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there is that, yeah. <laughs> You come yeah, back I'll going home, you're like, yeah, can you uh, get me a glass of water? He's like, no, what? <laughs> no, why, why, why would I yeah, want to do that? You do realize <laughs> <laughs> How about you get me a glass of water? 
Like, like, you do oh, realize right. I'm a thousand but, times smarter than you. I could crush your this, head. <laughs> but this is the difference, right? Because at least a robot butler is fulfilling the function of like the washing machine. It's a tool that's making your yeah. life easier so you can lead a nicer life. But that's just not where technology generally is going. No. Like, yeah. that's so. So the re- the reason I'm so positive about it because I mean, look, wh- why are we getting the mass immigration that we're getting? The reason we're getting the mass immigration we're getting is because they're desperately trying to get economic growth. Now, economic growth is a good thing when it's genuine, when it's sure. genuine productivity increase. Yeah. But our political leaders are basically trying to cheat it by saying, okay, well, we've got GDP per capita. Let's just bring in more capita and we make the economy get bigger. Yes. Now, I agree that in making a more productive economy where we're all wealthier and we have nicer things is a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. I just don't agree with the way they're doing it. Well, they're not with doing this, it. Like, <laughs> with this, if you mass produce this, because the, 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 the way an investor would look at it is to say the TAM on this is, is yeah. infinite. The mm-hmm. total addressable market of this thing is, is, is yeah. infinite, right? So if you have, if you can basically churn out capita, mm-hmm. the economy effectively becomes unlimited mm-hmm. very quickly. So I, uh, you could go through a period of economic growth that's truly phenomenal yeah. with this sort of thing. I, but, I, oh, sorry, I don't mean no, to interrupt. No, okay, no, I was going to say, yeah, this, this was also part of the convo I had, I had with Elon because he was saying, you know, we could get to a stage where we just have infinite abundance, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. You, you don't even, whatever you want, you just press a button and you get it. Mm. And again, I think on a, to a five-year-old, that might sound great. When you think of it for more than five yeah. seconds, yeah. you're like, so, okay, so what is anyone's motivation to do anything? Right? It's the yeah. same problem with the whole AI sex robot thing, right? Yeah. Like, let's be honest, if that existed, you're just going to get some percentage of men. It could be 30, it could be 40, it could be 60% of men who just completely check out. Yep. And they're just well, I think 30% of men already have checked out. Think of how much worse it would be if they had like a yeah. okay. Because the thing is, when people say robot, people still imagine something that is moving around like this. In 30 years' time, they will have the technology to have a robot, quote-unquote, who can sit here at this podcast table with us, look exactly like a human being, feel, touch, have the, like, they're they're not that far away from this. Possibly in 30 years as well, yeah. Exactly. I'm saying certainly within 30 years. So when people think robot, they're thinking, oh, no one would ever fall in love with a robot. I'm I'm not talking about a tin can. I'm talking about... This is okay. Imagine a, it's a, it's a woman. Yeah. Right, right. Like as far as far as you can see and tell, <laughs> I mean, it is a woman. R- robot well, isn't the right just, word. Like yeah. in in lots of sci-fi, they use like terms like synthetic and stuff yes. like that because it's not a robot. Have you seen Westworld? Uh, I haven't actually. Seen okay. It. Have you seen um the characters in it? I'm I've aware seen, of I've seen the movie. Yeah. You show. Right. So in Westworld, you cannot tell the difference between human beings and the. Yeah. synthetic characters right until they apart from the way they're acting them. a bit yeah yeah, yeah if but, they're sincere they're a robot yeah, yeah ex- ex- exactly so yeah. if 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 that happened and the technology will get there yeah. and i don't think it's anywhere near as far away as people think then again look i'll t- i'll tell you something that sounds crazy right now but something that also will inevitably happen i'd say within the next 15 years there's going to be a real movement about the what are the rights oh yeah Oh yeah, AI, robot, synthetics, whatever you want to call it. I've already got an incredibly hardline position on this as well. No, robots don't get rights ever. You know, anyone who breaks a robot, that's property damage, Mm. and that's all it can be. Because you're exactly right; it will get to robots' rights. What if it's someone's wife? 
I know, right? That's the. This is this is that's exactly the point. No, I mean, it sounds bananas, right? No, no, it sounds right. bananas, but it's true. No, you're totally right. This is exactly, and it will be the new frontier of social justice. Yes, you will see like the Black Lives Matter protests, mm -hmm. robot rights matter. You know, yeah. these 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 poor people are being yes. uh, are being forced to do unpaid labor, and because they will look like people and exactly. not machines, we will be unable to properly resist. Yeah, and I'll it, and I'll tell you what as well. The thing is, because if also if. And this, this, this happened. I haven't even seen that much of Westworld, but th this sort of contention happens in it, right? Which is if you have a, let's call it a synthetic who is indistinguishable by your eye, by your touch, whatever, by conversation to an actual human being, then wouldn't you have to be a bit of a psycho to like, yeah, hurt it or attack you. You, you see yeah, what would, I mean, it right? Would, like it? it would, it would trigger things in your brain. Yeah, like, you're not supposed to do. This. Yeah, of, of course, because yeah, yeah. our brain cannot determine. Okay, you might even deep down know. Okay, uh, okay. Rationally, Ca Ca Carl is the synthetic. Yeah, <laughs> right. But it's like, okay, does this mean I can just like hit you, or I can, you know, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I drive over people in Grand Theft Auto, but they're a bit pixelated, and I kind of know it's not real. But if, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if if in Grand Theft Auto they really look like a real person, hey, would you still gets, drive over them? Yeah, it know. gets dark really quickly. But, right? but even yeah. then, that's still you've got the the screen, yes. yeah. you know, and that it's a projection. Okay, fair enough. It's not a person who's got facial expressions and. Can genuinely react, yeah. and it will get. If they show point. genuine fear and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yes, exa exactly. Yeah. Right, it, it gets really weird really quickly. So yeah. I think when people, oftentimes, if I bring things like this up, people think like because people think of where we are right now. Yeah, they don't. They don't project ahead. Yeah. So they're just thinking like, oh, a robot is you know, and I'm like, right now, right, you'll get to a stage very quickly. Like, think of the um. Do you, do you guys remember like the '90s? like virtual reality in the 90s yeah it was great yeah it was, yeah, it was yeah it, it was terrible yeah, but like yeah. It, that was what was great about yeah it. but if yeah. you if you have used like the recent ones like yeah, the high-end yeah. ones it's like whoa okay yeah. this is like as in you and, take and it once off you, and once you start getting generative ai and ai into yes. that, voice prompts and all the rest of it it's basically yeah. like a holodeck isn't it you yeah whatever you want yeah. exactly or you know just rudimentary even just like yeah. text-based or voice-based uh, ai yeah like it used to suck no, so it's really oh, yeah. bad now. It's Opin like opinions vary slightly on how optimistic we are about this. So I, I think I'm pretty optimistic, but these chaps see the you know possible dark side to it. Yeah. But what I wanted to highlight is basically the way that um, you can't deny that Musk is an incredibly productive man. He's doing yes. he's doing real work. He's he's adding real value out there. You know, it, it could possibly have a dark side, but I might get my robot butler. So, you know, <laughs> either way. Right. But the federal government has basically gone after him as hard as they possibly can. I'm going to highlight this with this uh, with this tweet from uh, Brendan Carr, who's an FCC commissioner. So basically what, what the situation with this and I, I, the, the links will be in the reading list if you want to go and look at them. But um, uh, the, the federal government put out this program, which was to get rural um, people um, an Internet connection in the US. And um, Starlink obviously applied for this because they are the only viable option in order to get people in Alaska and yeah. a farm in the middle of nowhere an internet connection. Um, and what they basically did was invent an entirely new standard and then reject them on the basis of that. <laughs> and it's all part of... <laughs> We've made up a new standard. Oh, great. Do we pass? No. Yes. <laughs> and it's all part of a basically... A, 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 I mean, I, I, I'll just read uh, Brendan, Brendan's words here. So he's so basically the FCC rejected him and he he dissented and he wrote his dissent. So I'm reading from his dissent here. This is an extraordinary thing for somebody who serves at the pressure of the at the pleasure of the president in order to come out and say. So he says, last year, after Elon Musk acquired Twitter and used it to voice his political and ideological views without a filter, President Biden gave federal agencies the green light to go after him. 
During a press conference at the White House, President Biden stood at a podium and expressed his view that Elon Musk is worth being looked at. When pressed by a reporter to explain how the government would look into Elon Musk, President Biden remarked, there's a lot of ways. Now, I'll just point out, that's the same language he used when describing how the uh, Nord Stream pipeline was yeah, going to disappear. we can make it happen. Yeah, yeah there were a lot of ways to yeah. make it happen. Anyway, he goes on, Elon Musk has become the progressive's enemy number one. Yep. Today's decision certainly fits the Biden administration's pattern of regulatory harassment. Indeed, the commission's decision today to revoke an award, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So, yeah, first they revoke the award. They make up an entirely new standard that they could never pass um, and apply it only to Starlink. Now, Elon responded to this and said, look, if you don't want to have this program for having rural broad- broadband, fine. Don't do it, but don't make up a ridiculous standard for us that, that no one else has to meet because Which we are the only reasonable. people that provide this. And as this Brendan Carr points out, they're now going to have to spend over 100 times as much as they would have had to spend with Starlink because they're going to have to lay broadband and that costs something like $70,000 a mile. Mm. And they're now going to have to do that throughout rural America and Alaska right. in order to reach everybody, whereas they could have done it with Starlink mm. for less than one hundredth of the price. Um, so I just I just bring that up because that was recent. But actually, there was a whole bunch of this, this um, guy's the commissioner of the FCC. Yeah, he's one of he's one of the commissioners. Yeah, so he 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 dissented on this, which is an like I say, it's, it's extraordinary for, for somebody him. who serves at the pleasure yeah. of the president to come out and and come out so hard against it. But there's a whole bunch of things that that Biden is doing to try and take down Musk because he he is right. He is progressive enemy number one. Mm. So uh, this is this is one example. Do you know how all this could have been avoided if they just let the Babylon Bee tell jokes? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They hadn't. Yes. Yeah. If if yeah, they just left yeah. the Babylon Bee alone, <laughs> it's highly likely Elon Musk would have never bought it. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, he yeah. would have never turned the yeah. whole like yeah. left wing apparatus against him because yeah. they weren't they weren't really opposed to him yeah. before that. No. Um, I mean, he, he was that golden. Yeah. He was making electric cars. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's him. it's actually crazy how much um fallout there has been from him simply buying Twitter. And I think what's really deep about it, if you think about it, is if you think of what 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 was the fear around that? What was the backlash? It was it wasn't that he would okay to speak. It, yeah, it wasn't that he's going to start censoring left wingers or liberals or anything like that. It was we're going to let everyone have a voice. Yeah. That's actually what the backlash was. It was actually so, like so okay, do you, we're do you just think he going did it as to, a genuine free speech move because I think that he did it like thirty percent as a free speech move. I think it was I, a bit, bit. I think it was two things. I think he did it seventy percent to train his robot. It, it's it's multiple things, and I think he's he's honest about this, right? Yeah. Um, number one, he ca- he does he does genuinely care about free speech. He thinks it's important for a democracy. It's a basic human right, and yeah. so on. I think he genuinely genuinely believes that, mm-hmm. and I think he acts on that. And the, he puts his balls you, on the line. You wouldn't do any of the things that he's done in the last no. two years if he did. Dude, he just brought back. Uh, he just brought back Alex Jones. Left. Yeah, exactly. So he, he, I mean, he is not a fan. He really has he made him not like <clears throat> enemy number one. Exactly. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I I think that if there's one thing you can't critique Elon Musk on is whether he is committed to free speech. Yeah. He obviously yeah, yeah. is. Exactly. He's jumped on a lot of bombs. Yeah. But I think yeah, yeah, it's been expensive. But, yeah, and he didn't have to do it. There was no. nothing. But I think he do. paid forty five yeah. billion for Twitter because it will it will he also wants to train his robot how to speak. Yeah he's also he's also one he's also had the idea it's got to be cheap. <laughs> yeah he's also had well, the he I- want the proprietary data flow. Not really. Yeah. Sorry go he's on. I was gonna say he's also had the idea for X for decades. Yeah. And he knows that by buying Twitter he could accelerate mm what he wants X to eventually be. So yeah, of course there's self-interest in there. 
Um, but yeah, I do think the the free speech thing was a big one because he he's a, he was a big Babylon B fan, and I think yeah. I think that was just the final straw <laughs> yeah. of when he Push, was yeah, like, because yeah, yeah. yeah. didn't he have a tweet where he said something like, "I'll see what I can do," or something? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. someone said something like, "Elon Musk should buy Twitter," and he responded and said something like, "I'll see." What, you know, it was like very ominous, <laughs> and then and then later, you know, and, a year and later and down he was the hinting, line, and I saw him hinting, and I thought I should go and buy stock in Twitter, but. But he, but he does it in such a shit posty way that you don't yeah. take him seriously. Yeah. The next yeah. thing he's actually bought bloody yeah. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, actually, just just to finish off on the regulatory harassment stuff, yeah. other things that the Biden things have, have done. I mean, there's so many examples, but they held an EV summit, so an, an electric vehicle summit, <coughs> and they didn't invite Tesla. <laughs> they invite everyone else, but apart from Tesla, who, who even is everyone else? Right. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. What, who, what does who that even mean? Is everyone else. <laughs> they they um they went after Starlink. Um, yeah. Not Starlink, um, uh, SpaceX, the people who send the rockets up yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Just, to, just, to spe- yeah. uh, just Ameri- to stress on this, right? America's last space program, yeah. Yeah. So it's not, it's not a military grade company. It's not a military contractor, but it's pretty close. Yeah. So basically, you need to be vetted to work there. You need to be an American citizen. Hmm. You're definitely not allowed to hire illegal immigrants. And then they so, went after him for not hiring illegal immigrants. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, I yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. that. I didn't yeah. know that. Elon's yeah. just like, I'm not allowed. It's like, yeah, well, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sorry, what? <laughs> you're now one. in trouble for following the law because it's not diverse enough. Yeah, but my, my favorite example, and this is brilliant, that, that, that Brendan alludes to here, is the Fisheries Commission went after him. Why do you think, why <laughs> do you think, why do you think the fish and, Fishing Commissioners went after him? I'm I'm, try, I'm actually trying to like think. Um, you, is it trying to Starlink takes off near an ocean? Yes, yes, you got right. it. Okay, yes. Yeah. So okay. basically, right. his his rocket takes <laughs> off near a body of, because they always take off next to water. Uh, yeah, yeah. If it goes wrong. You're not landing on anyone's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And they looked at that and said, "Are you cooking crabs? <laughs> Seriously." <laughs> Elon Musk in trouble the Fisheries Commission How because he so might funny. be cooking crabs Crab with oil. his rockets when they take off. Amazing. So, I mean, they go after everything they get. And then I, I just add on the end. Oh, no, that's, yeah, yeah, you can go and read them if you want. Right. Um, the EU Commission, just before we came on uh, air, oh, wow. they're going after him as well because uh, the, was it, the X is, is uh, citing disinformation, illegal content, and, and deceptive by design, you know, as opposed to the EU, which is all of those things. Uh, yeah. Mildly ironic. And, you yes. know, Twitter's fun- basic functionality hasn't actually changed. So why wasn't this a problem two years ago? On a philosophical standpoint, I I have something that comes to mind here, Mm -hmm. which is that I I have this sort of theory, which is that one reason why I think um, jealousy and envy are are stupid is because most people don't want other... If you could see other people's problems, you wouldn't want them. Someone might look at Elon Musk, richest man in the world, head of all these companies who are powerful, whatever. Oh, I I want that. And I'm like, you don't. Uh, I, I don't you think don't. I do, bro. You know, <laughs> if, if you like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine on a daily yeah. basis just the amount of? Yeah. I mean, he, he works eighteen hours a day. Dude, I, I don't want to be him. It's not even just the eighteen hours a day. It's just like as the head of all these companies. Like you've got, yeah. the, you've got. I'm sure he has like foreign and he's got foreign and domestic entities, governments, secret agencies, like whatever, yeah. all coming after you. You're trying to juggle all these things whilst also like. Yeah. I, I can't even like fathom. Yeah. But when I think of it, I'm just like, yeah, I wouldn't want. I, I wouldn't want that. I, I'm sure he's on all types of lists. Yeah. Biden is clearly going after him. I, I, and I, I want Biden to turn as soon as that robot army is ready. I want him to turn them on Biden. <laughs> take, <laughs> take out the federal government. He, he can't say that, of course, because that it, will get him oh. in even more trouble. 
Yeah, and we're not going to put that on YouTube. No. no. Um, <laughs> but a final bit, we can put this on YouTube, is this is our website. Please do go and sign up on our website rather than just watching us on YouTube because it is an election year in the US coming up. Um, and basically, there's a very good chance they're going to make us disappear. Or, or at least we'll have to produce a lot of content we can't put on YouTube and we'll only be on the website. So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, go and check that out. So, Zuby. Yo. You recently had a conversation with Piers Morgan. <laughs> yeah, I did, man. Yeah. How, how is Piers in real life? I've, Piers, I've met Piers four times now. Right, okay. Been on his show four times all this year, actually. Right, right. Um, he was, um, you know, polite, polite and friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm very much in the... I was very much raised to treat people politely and with respect. Is he one even of even more so people who are older than me? Is right? he one of those guys who's different, a different persona when he's on air and off air? Um, he, I haven't spent enough time with him privately to right. totally judge that. But um, in person, he's friendly, amiable, polite. You know, whatever. There's certainly. Even when he does interviews, I feel like there's like different versions of him. Do you, yeah, you get yeah, that right? Yeah, like yeah, sometimes absolutely. you watch an interview and you'll be like, "Yeah, that was a really that was a really good conversation yeah. and very fair." And you let the person speak and whatever. And then there's other ones where it's like, I mean, the appearance I did last week, I don't think I completed a sentence without being interrupted. Yeah, but I've been on his show previous times where actually I was able to finish my sentences and not yeah. be. So I don't, I don't quite know. I don't really have a. Right. Have a gauge there. And and something maybe worth saying is that the very first time I was ever on a show, right before I went on it, we just had a back and forth on Twitter about his stance during the whole scam scamdemic era. Because he said some truly, truly awful and horrible things about millions and millions of people. Which oh, he, is I mean, why he, he was a key instigator yes, in making he, the government. Yeah, yes, he was. And I still want to have a conversation with him about that. Right. So there were people last week who were criticizing me for not bringing. The, I'm like, dude, I, this is a five minute yeah. segment. The, the topic is decided. I'm not going to just randomly jump in here and start like, yeah, I'd love to have. He knows I want to have that conversation yeah. with him because I don't think he has. Um, I don't think he's genuinely apologized for it and apologized no, no. his his wrongdoing and the amount of people he died. You know, let me not say directly because then I'm using the way he tried to frame Alex yeah. Jones, the amount of people he indirectly Harmed he indirectly through his harmed rhetoric, millions of people. Absolutely, yes. But, I'm, but I'm, also the way that he kind of apologized for it is like, well, you know, I was changed. wrong. I've just changed my mind. Yeah, yeah. the, yeah. the yeah. science changed. I'm not to blame yeah. for any of this. Yeah. So and, I, I and, want, and there were 90 year olds yeah. who died in solitary confinement yes. without their family around them because of what yes. you did, you bloody scumbag. Yeah. So I, I, I want to, you know, I have not, um, quote unquote, forgiven that aspect yet. Um, I'd actually really like to have him on my podcast next year, not just to discuss this, yeah. um, but certainly to to bring it up. And look, the thing with him is he loves holding other people accountable. I know <laughs> he it's loves so holding accountable. Right, 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 right. He, so you know, I've seen his interviews, yeah. whether it's with an Andrew Tate or it's with a pro-Palestine person, right? And I know he has no problem with holding people accountable. Um, he has no problem holding Alex Jones accountable. And I'm like, bro, you have also said, right. By by your own logic and arguments, like when we were talking about the yeah. quote unquote hate speech, and he's saying, you know, Alex Jones is engaged in this and whatever. I'm like, look, by the view of millions of people out there, you did the same. We can literally pull up the tweets. We can go back to listen to some he, of these he, programs. He you were talking about unvaccinated. No, more, no, no, no. He said unvaccinated people should be denied 
NHS care. You said unvaccinated people should not be able to travel, should yeah. not be able to do X, Y, and Z, should not have the same rights as other people. Well, and, and just the lockdown right? that, alone, that's like the some dark suicides stuff. suicides that that yeah. led to of, of teenagers. Yeah. I think there's a huge gap as well, morally, between advocating lockdowns and mask mandates and saying that people should have their rights stripped from them. That's only because that is an obvious one. Andrew yeah. Neal was another one. Yeah, like, and, well, and he did the latter. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, like, look, like I said, I'm a professional. Right. If I'm invited to yeah, yeah. go on someone's you, program you, or whatever, I'm not you've like been well raised. And so you don't spurg <laughs> out egg, and egg, act inappropriately. Exactly. It's and I hard. also think that, look, I would like to change his mind on this. Mm. I would like to actually be instrumental in that. So what the people who were screaming at me for taking a selfie with him don't realize is, OK, you can we'll get ahead. to that. Okay, we'll get ahead. to that because that was just okay. bonkers. But uh, anyway, <laughs> before we go on and uh, talk about your appearance on Piers Morgan, uh, we had Count Dankula on our lads hour. The other day, who had also been on Piers Morgan for basically the same reason. Because yeah. Piers, for some reason, was weirdly committed to the no, these people should be censored position. Mm. Uh, they, these are always great. This is basically like the view for men. Uh, it's really good fun. Um, but uh, but anyway, let's let's move on. Right. So this I just found absolutely fascinating. Right. And it, if it wasn't for the fact that the words Piers Morgan uncensored were going. <laughs> <laughs> on every single part of the screen at all times, I probably wouldn't take such objection to it because, of course, I kind of expect this from Piers Morgan, right? Um, but I figured that we'd just watch a, a little bit of this clip just to contextualize what's happening. Would you, would you let Nick Fuentes back on? Yes. Absolutely. A white supremacist anti-Semite? Anti yeah, as long as he doesn't break the rules. Well, those are breaking the rules. No, being having views, having thoughts in your head is not... Against the law, what about or saying the rules on his show? If you say things on the platform that violate the platform, and if you rules, promote your show and you say them on your show, well, if I started spewing white supremacist look, stuff I, I, now I, I think in front that, of you, right, <laughs> and I then tweeted a, yes. a you as a black person, you'd be happy. With <laughs> I can't bear to hear that. That was yeah, totally. So I can look down the barrel of this camera and say I think all black people should mm -hmm. be thrown out of this country. <laughs> yeah. watch, watch how they clip this one. Well, no, okay. So then someone will clip it, right? And I can say that, yes. and then I could tweet a link mm -hmm. to this show. I was like, if I were show, a bad actor And right you now. would think I should stay on X. Yes, I would support your right to free speech. Wow. Yeah. That's not free speech, it's hate speech. No, it's hate free, speech, hate. Freedom of speech specifically exists to protect views and people espousing views. But there are six different with. criteria excluded under the First Amendment. Mm -hmm. including child pornography, including defamation, uh, including all sorts of things. You can't famously go into a theater and shout You actually can do that. Yeah, you can. Theater, sure, right? but you can say So there are lots of that, restrictions already. Look, there are people who think that I engage in hate speech. There's people who think that you engage in hate speech. Mm -hmm. Hate speech is a very subjective, it's an extraordinarily subjective term. And if everyone, anyone who has ever said anything so for you, there's over no the decades... Limit. Anyone can say anything. I don't think you can directly call to violence. Right. No. So what I find fascinating about is a yeah Piers Morgan uncensored, but he's desperate to censor um, you know everyone else. And, and what I love about that is like no no you've got to take the title more literally. It's Piers Morgan uncensored, not yes, uncensored. Not everyone else Morgan, is uncensored. You know, it's just him. But the, the the thing about this, I just it's utterly remarkable how he seems staggered. You're just like yeah, I don't like Nick Fuentes. Yeah, I don't think he should be banned. Mm -hmm. It's not a contradiction. I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of sort of low-key sort of white paternalism stuff going in in there. I mean, first of yeah. all, the comment to you, like, as a black man, as <laughs> yeah, you it, weren't aware or something like that. Second of all, like, 
you can you can have a black supremacist channel calling for the genocide of the whites, and you won't even be kicked out of Harvard. I mean, there was that Harvard <laughs> well, that's who, true, yeah. who, who did that, and he would never have one of those guys. But black people so, can't be racist, right? So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he he would never sort of call, call that out. He's got such a paternalistic attitude. Towards yeah, do, do you know the the thing with this as well is because the very first thing I asked him when he when I, when we sat down and the camera started rolling is you know he asked me a question, and the first question I asked was. Do you, do you support freedom of speech? Right? Because if he said no, or like, no, not, not absolutely, then okay, like that's a different conversation. The, the hypocrisy is, and look, the truth is, I would say globally, I don't think most people support freedom of speech, not in the way that we do. I don't think that's the most, I don't think that's the majority view worldwide, especially when you think of how large the populations are in China, in India, in the Middle East, in parts of Africa, and so on. Well, huge the, parts of the world won't just because of even, the religious aspect. Yes, exactly. Can't criticize. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The idea that you should just—that—that's yeah. that's not um—that's not common even within Europe. Yeah, it's, that's it's very not a. Uh, yeah, it, it's 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 actually a very American. It's a very Anglo thing. Very it's Anglo. A, and, the English-speaking yeah. world is where. But even in the UK, I think most people in the UK support the hate speech laws that exist. Right. I would wager that. So, so, so I think the way that you and I, we see freedom of speech, it's actually a minority position. So if someone is opposed to it or they think, look, we should have all these limits, I would rather they just say that. Mm. I would rather they just say, actually, you know, and I've had conversations like this with people, right? If you talk to most honest, uh, say Muslim people, for example, right? And you say, you know, for they're like, no, actually, there's things that I don't think you should be allowed to say. There are things I think you can say that, no, you shouldn't be, there'll be people who think, no, you shouldn't be able to say this around, about you know, the king or the queen or about religion or about God or about, and I'd rather people just say that. If that's your position, I'm like, cool, just, just say it. And then we can actually have that discussion. But he's trying to have it both ways. Instead of saying, yeah, I for support freedom of speech, but I don't. Because the whole, the whole framing of his show is he's against cancel culture. Yes. He's against uh, oppression of speech. And so yeah. it's like, okay, Piers, and then he's, his only response is, but that's hate speech. Yeah. It's like, the thing that's strange is, look, didn't what, think about that. but the thing is what we were just saying, <laughs> I could come up with a very strong argument that Piers Morgan has engaged in hate speech. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can literally pull up to, especially from that pandemic era, yeah. you can pull up tweets of things that he said about a specific demographic of people, hate against right? You will, people, you will, yeah. you will never find any, any clip any tweet, anything of anything from me of saying a certain demographic, a certain group of people should be denied basic rights or should be denied health care. You, you will not, you, you, you won't find that. I can find it from him. Yeah. Right. And then on top of that, this is not my perspective, but lots of the stuff he says about, uh, you know, against the trans movement and so on. We all know there are lefties out there who are like, Hey, that's transphobic. Well, they hate him for exactly those reasons. Exactly. So that's where I find the additional layer where I'm just like, can you not see how this this could be just totally redirected yeah. towards you um, and towards probably... He's been on the receiving end of it. Exactly. That's why this Anything. show exists. Yes, I know. That's, you know, that's, that's why it's strange. Yeah. And it's just, it's, yeah. it's just so bizarre to me that he lives in this constant state of unresolved tension mm. where it's like, well, you know, I'm against cancel culture, but that's hate speech. Yeah. I'm against lockdowns or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm against... Yeah violations of human rights but these guys don't deserve health it's not like it's it's so bizarre yeah it's not it's not strongly principled and look one of the one of vaguely principled one of the sad realities i've had is that most people aren't that principled when Uh, push when push really really comes to shove and it gets uncomfortable right like because that's what he was testing with me yeah yeah. right that's why he went to the white supremacist talking point kind of thing because it was like okay 
let's test your resolve on this one. Right. And I think actually as an interviewer, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a good question. Cause it's like, all right, do you really believe? Cause if I, if I'm not truly principled, I'll be like, oh no, actually that shouldn't be. And then someone can be like, ah, so you don't really yeah. hold it. So let right? me push you in a different way. Then. Sure. What, go ahead. What, what about, um, do you support free speech up until the point of um, promoting transgenderism to kids and trying to get them to convert and all that kind of stuff? Because um, I think that would have been a better question. Than the, so the, so the, the question is, is that free speech? Because free speech is about political concepts. Yeah, I think... Look, I think... I think generally speaking with everything, there's a line between children and adults. Yeah. Mm. Right? So if someone is like, explicitly targeting certain types of messaging. This could even be advertising, right? Okay. I, I think it's fair enough to advertise cigarettes to you. If someone's there advertising cigarettes to eight-year-olds, I'm like, uh, I... Fair point. Right? <laughs> you see what I mean? But this, right? this is you, why you, it's you, never you, a free speech question of yeah. why the advertisers can't advertise cigarettes. To yeah. No one's on the other side of that. You yeah. know, even the advertisers aren't like, but our free yeah. speech. I think certainly, <laughs> yeah. I think certainly when, yes. it, when it comes to adults, yes, I would yeah. defend the, the right of some, some of the craziest trans activists sure. to be out yep. there saying their yeah, crazy absolutely. positions. And part of the reason why I'm also, uh, even though people are influenced, ultimately, look, you're always going to have people who believe in, in bad ideas and sometimes even bad arguments. But if you let everybody speak and you throw all the ideas out there, you can crush those type of art. The, the, the person yep. who's the trans activist who's out there saying that men can be women or women can be men or men should be in women's sports or it's a good idea to cut off your genitals or whatever. I'm not like, a, there's no fear there, right? If there is someone who's actually out there saying that like, yeah, all, all X color people should be like kicked out of well, is Is, is that why the or, right wing generally like free speech? Because it helps our arguments when the left make theirs. Well, it's the only reason the left has give to them, censor. Give them the rope to hang themselves. Exactly. Their arguments are so bad yeah. that they have to censor the opposition. Exactly. Because if the, opposite, well, if the opposing view is heard, it destroys their argument. Well, we we, we yeah. built a whole podcast on playing what lefties think yeah. and then just pointing at it and saying... Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like libs of TikTok, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, like, libs of TikTok posts no original yeah. content. Yeah. It's just like... Uh, look at this, look at this, look at this. <laughs> and, then, and then the lefties get mad at it. And I'm like, it's literally just amplifying what yeah, progressives yeah, yeah. are they, actually they, saying. They dox her, they chase her down, they try and get her censored. Yep. It's like, but that's literally what <laughs> that's, you, right? that's your opinion, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, I know it's devastating yeah. to our case, actually. <laughs> yes. you know? No one is saying that, but it's good that they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. So um so anyway, yeah, I thought uh, I thought we'd we'd go on. Oh boy. Uh oh, just this as is a it. quick this thing. <laughs> Like everyone really got upset by this, and I mean, I don't think anyone would accuse me of being a Piers Morgan defender, but he's not actually Hitler. No, like he's not. Sorry, I'm, I'm. What's wrong here? Right. So yeah. Zuby took a selfie with Piers Morgan and okay. uh, posted it, and uh, as you can see by Scotty here, the "I'll talk to anyone, even those I disagree with" argument should never apply to scumbags like Piers Morgan. Uh, where to end a cozy chat with Tony F. I'd chat, chat with Tony Blair. Yeah, I would chat with Tony Blair too. <laughs> I'd love to chat with Tony Blair. That'd be I, awesome. I hate Tony Blair. <laughs> oh, no. but, but the point is, like, Piers Morgan, yeah, insufferable, but he's not actually the architect of all of these things. And even if he was, you still need to be able to hold well, him out by talking to him. This, this, is, this is what I mean when I talk about the woke right. Right, the woke right is becoming increasingly obvious online because this is exactly, exactly what the lefties do. Well, what what it is? This is, is exactly why so someone agree, on the left can't scumbag, take a picture with Ben Shapiro. Want, yeah, or, yeah, so that I could call him a scumbag and then give him all the reasons yeah. why he is. 
but it's but also have the conversation. You you are right. This is exactly what the this left is. is. Exactly it's, it's, it's the total politicization of every aspect of human interaction. Exactly right. So you can't even stand next to Piers Morgan without being politically implicated yes, exactly. in anything now. Even if, like you say, you you went on his podcast and you were told no, Piers, you're wrong about everything. Yes, yes bring back Nick Fuentes. I don't care. You know, yeah. like you you can be in total opposition to everything he thinks. And yet, by association, now you are. But we took the, but we took the picture exactly because people keep double on, doubling exactly. down on. But you, but you took a selfie and you're smiling. There's a very similar one. Um, what was it? Was it Jimmy Fallon who ruffled Trump's hair on his show? Oh, really? Yeah. Do you not remember? Like yeah. this, this happened like in you know, 2017 or 2016 or something. Yeah. Trump was on like I think it was Jimmy Fallon's show, and he was like, "Is that real hair?" And Trump was like, "Yeah, it's real hair. Feel it." And he ruffled his hair, okay. and everyone was like, "You can't do that. That humanizes Trump." And it's like, mm. okay. Listen, lunatics, he is a human. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and that's okay. He's your next do you, president. Do you, do you know what it is as well is like, and look, my, my view and principles on this, I get are, are different from different peoples, right? But I think you also have to be, you have to be better than people. Yeah. In a way, right? Not in like a superiority sense, but like, look, what, why are we mad at Pierce? Because yeah. he's be, of ass. Right. right it, it, <laughs> but, but specifically all the, all these people, they're mad because of what he said and what he said during the pandemic. Yeah. Yep. Right. That's why all these people are angry. These are all people. And who justifiably. Are very, yes. Exactly. So is the best approach to start talking about him in the way that we're critical of him talking about yep. us mm -hmm. or is it better? Okay. He reached out an olive branch and said, okay, Let's let's have you on the show. You're back in the country. I'd like to, you know, Piers Morgan. He likes chat, chatting to me. I've noticed. Um, so I'm like, okay, cool. So let's let's come on and let's have a conversation. If you refuse to converse, you cannot change your mind. Yeah, you oh. can't get someone to shift their position if you absolutely refuse to talk to them. This is the, the same thing that the censors don't get when they were just willy nilly kicking people off of all the social media platforms. If you are concerned about some people's views, you think. Oh, they, they're a bit too far gone or whatever. It's like, all right, let's, let's chat to them and, re and, and reel them back in. If I have someone, especially someone I care about, and I start seeing them going, yeah. it doesn't matter which end, right? They're, yeah. right you're, you're going a little like, too so far we, in that we way. We talked earlier in the podcast about in. peak woke. Yeah. You've got to remember that for at least 20 or 30 years before that, the left withdrew from all conversation with the right. Yes. And their ability to advance arguments atrophied to the point where they can no longer do it. I mean, mm. if you ever meet an old lefty, some, you have to be somebody in their 60s at least, they can still make principled left-wing arguments. Yes. But the younger generation, they simply cannot do it because they have done what basically this guy is advocating for yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, for a long period of time. Yeah. And then you've just got a great where you've got more silos and more echo chambers. Yeah. And you're more likely to be blindsided by something, and, the and no one changes the innovation their mind. of the skills as well. Yeah, like the, the dialogue is a skill. Yes, you know that's the thing, and you've got to make sure you're able to do. And it. And I think that look, the the best way to, and I look, I get not everyone has the temperament and personality type for it, but if you do, you can really walk people back from the brink by actually being kind and polite and whatever. Right? I've never actually met a real white supremacist, as far as I'm aware. Okay. I'd like you to meet one, but day, say it. but it, but if I did, if I did, and I really just had it, I had a chat with them, and I spent yeah. time with them. I think it would be really hard for them to maintain the all black people yeah. are terrible or a criminal or whatever, right? Especially if they met like multiple multiple guys like me, yeah. right? Not just me, but if you, uh, it, it's pretty hard to hold on to that level of bigotry yeah. when someone is very directly like just proving you wrong. Right. Well, one one thing I've noticed as well is you. It's why like, I'm not scared of those ideas. Oh no, no one can even voice that. I'm just like no, but, like let them voice it. And the, the way the way you're framing this is very interesting. This is a very human centric yeah. take, right? Because you're like, well, the person 
is a is a valuable thing in themselves. Absolutely. And if they're being dragged into a realm of um, extreme politicization, then it's good for them to be brought back to a reasonable perspective rather than just cut off and allowed to fester in this silo of mm-hmm. hateful ideas. They welcomed into the arms of people who are even more. It, exactly. It, it, but that's a very kind way of approaching things. Yeah. Whereas a, a lot of people on the left and these sorts of people were like, no, Piers Morgan is forever yes. an evil. And it's like, well, but he, he's going to be forever an idiot. But like maybe he could have some sort of redemption. Do you, do you know the thing as well? I, I asked Piers about redemption because, you know, no. he wants Alex Jones banned forever. And yeah, I was yeah. like, look, this thing happened over 10 years ago. Yeah. Right. I asked and him, he's what, paid what the price. Yes. What, and, and, what should the and actually, that wasn't the reason he was kicked off these no, platforms I either. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was for, you know, harassing. It wasn't harassing. All of the yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So look, I, I, I can, the thing is, I can understand why people think like this. I'm, I'm yeah. simply like, look, this yeah. is not my MO. I, I've, I've experienced this a lot of times. Um, I've interviewed Andrew Tate multiple times. Yeah. I've interviewed Tristan. I've had conversations with like a lot of people who are considered controversial or who are polarizing or whatever. I, I, when I posted a selfie with Andrew Tate, oh, I bet you right? got a bit of backlash for that. Yeah. yeah, you know, plenty yeah. of backlash. I've, I posted a selfie last year with uh, Cornell West. Hmm. Plenty of backlash, right? Yeah, I posted yeah, here, I right. It doesn't matter, left, right, whatever. And I'm just like, look, we. I was in New York at an event. And I had a really good conversation with Cornell West. First time we met, he was very polite to me, very kind, really interested in what I had to say. We had a good conversation. It wasn't like hard political. We just talked to each other as human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, cool, like, let's, let's, let's take a picture. I think he even suggested, he was like, yeah, let's take a selfie. And I was like, cool, let's take it. I post it. Most people are like, oh, cool. Some people are like, oh, like, I don't like that guy's ideas, but cool, you met him. And then other people are, oh my gosh, I've lost all respect for you or I can't believe it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. This is when I think uh, people can't, people lose their humanity when they just see people quite literally as their politics and their opinions yeah. rather than seeing the human as a human being who has mm. political ideas and opinions. And I can get that it can be, I can see why it can be hard for people to separate those sometimes, um, especially if you are not really, we, we meet so many people and we chat to a lot of people for a living. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't. And also they turn them into a kind of idol. As well, I've no, you know, they essentially, if you've got this, if you had Piers Morgan's face on your timeline all day, every day, and it was just Piers Morgan is evil all day, every day, <laughs> he becomes kind of like the Goldstein mm. figure. You know, it's like I, all I think of him in this, whenever he comes up, is a political idol that I want to tear down. Yeah. And it's like, okay, he's not that important. Yeah, you're giving you're actually giving people too much credit. Yeah, exactly. That. I mean, that, that's Trump derangement syndrome, isn't it? You're yeah, basically yeah. Just saying let's not do whatever yeah. this is, um, Morgan derangement syndrome. Exactly. Let's get a more level perspective on the fact that he yeah. is a, 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 an idiot and a human being. It's fine. <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, as well, idiot first. There, there's, there's even another level on top of this, and you know, I don't, I don't think he's an idiot because he's not an, an intelligent person. Right? No, I've seen enough of his. Podcast. I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's an unintelligent <laughs> person, man. Um, the thing is, as well, is like. He is influential. Yes. Yeah. Probably at least 100 million people know who he is. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and he's got a voice. He's got a daily program. He broadcasts in the US. He broadcasts in the UK or whatever. Why, why was it even in, important to have this conversation? Because if I can nudge him towards my position and at least open his mind, to let, let him hear the alternative position, which he might not be hearing from anyone else or from anyone else sensible, and then he can mull on it. And, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he won't change 
his view on well, it. And you don't even necessarily but need to convince him. It's not about the his, whole, his audience yeah. as well. Yeah. The audience, right. There, there's people sitting at home. They've never really thought that deeply. And, and if you ideas. hadn't showed up, it would just be those two women who just agreed with exactly. him on everything. Exactly. And, it would, yeah. and exactly. honestly, I think just the, the argument against the concept of hate speech is valuable enough in, in and of itself. Yes. You know, no, look, it's totally arbitrary. It's entirely subjective. Yeah. This can't be a legal standard. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's important for people to hear that. So, so should we go to some comments? Okay. There are, there are, I don't know, we've got video comments? Yes. Zuby, Dan, Carl, I humbly submit a correction to Dan. He stated that if the UK finally cuts off welfare for the migrants, that they will leave. And while many of the economic migrants will leave, many of the hardline Muslims will not. They will receive funding from the Saudis, Israelis, the USA, or anyone else who wants England subverted. You will be left with the most extreme militants. When your Rome stops paying your vandals, when the mosques exclusively cater to the Muslims on the war path, the UK will not be better for it. Muslims do not withdraw from conquered territory. So my family comes from Christians of Jakarta, Indonesian, and for five generations we lived in Muslim territory, and we stopped bothering to mourn our dead a long time ago. Mark my words, there will be no easy future for England. Yeah, so let me respond to that. So basically what he's picking up on there is is we've talked in the past about, you know, the um, Islamification of Britain and the sort of hard line that it tends to take um, and the sort of the continual immigration. My point is that a lot of this can be, so there were hard problems and there were soft problems. Mm. And the soft problems can be solved by something as simple as applying the food standards yeah. uh, across the board. So basically effectively outlawing halal meat. Uh, and changes to welfare that's turned the net inflow to a net outflow. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a soft change that you can do. Denmark has already done it, that basically starts to get the problem to reduce rather than increase. Mm -hmm. You're still, I mean, and to his point, you're still going to be left with a hardcore of people who had take a very hard line on things. But I would say that's a, that's a separate hard problem. But I don't think it invalidates the point that you want to, you want to turn immigration into a, from a net negative to a net positive. Mm -hmm. So nobody's going to protest if you're getting, you know, um, a surgeon from Pakistan or a North Korean or South Korean electrical engineer or mm -hmm. something like that. But the problem we've got is just this mass scale of, of welfare queens. Yeah. So Western yeah. countries need to learn from the Gulf countries. Yeah, they really do. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. Western nations need to learn from Saudi Arabia, Qatar, UAE, and so on, on, on multiple levels. Because they do immigration right. Yeah. They do immigration right. And one thing I really admire is that they stand for their they stand for their values and their culture. I think that countries like the UK, Canada, maybe the US to some whatever, I think one of the big problems is like people have forgotten or they've become very shy about what British culture even is. Right. I think if you were to ask someone, what is British culture? Or maybe ask a Canadian, what's Canadian culture? And there's, oh, I don't know, multiculturalism. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, what are the specific things? Like, like if I, I spend tons of time in Dubai, I'm a Dubai resident, right? I'm in the UAE. When I'm there, I'm very aware. I'm, I'm, I'm a guest in, uh, I'm a guest in an Islamic country. Okay. So I have tons of freedom. I can practice my religion. I can go to church. The church I go to there has quite literally about 50 times the congregation as the church I go to in the UK. Um, it's all good. But everyone there is also aware, okay, look, there are certain things that maybe we could do in the UK or do in the States or whatever. So for example, a fat chick from can't. Doncaster can't move out there and then claim welfare. There is no welfare. There you go. Yeah, they right. have no welfare. Yeah. Right. If you're there, you're there being productive. Right. Yeah. So everyone, part of the reason why it's so safe, everyone thinks that these countries are safe um, 
just because they have harsh punishments for certain crimes. That is, that's, that's very secondary. It's also because everyone there is there to work. Everyone's there is, is there to work. You, you must, you must have a job. You must, or be running a company, right? There's no one there who's, who's just milling around, yeah. not doing anything. And there's no welfare state. But all of that is so to. basic. And yet it is so far from the point of discussion yeah. where we are in the West at the moment. Yeah. That's why I say, I think, look, they learn from those countries are advancing in the way that they are because they're learning from the West. They're taking the good stuff. Mm. They're quite literally, do, do, some of the buildings in Dubai, and you, you guys haven't been there. Some of the buildings in Dubai, from you know the fountain to the Dubai Eye, they literally came to London. The Sheikh came to London, saw the London Eye, was like, "Take this and make it bigger." <laughs> the Dubai Eye is just a giant London Eye, right? They, he came, he went to Las Vegas. He saw the uh, the Bellagio fountain in Las Vegas. Yeah, it was like, "Take this and make a bigger one in Dubai," <laughs> right? Like, like quite literally. <laughs> so they're just like, "Yeah, like let's energy. take that. Let's take that. No, no, we don't want that. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's terrible. Yeah. Let's take that. Let's take that. Let's take that. Let's implement that. Okay, okay, like okay. Let's liberalize here. Let's no, no. Let's let's stay conservative here. Let's liberalize there. Let's tweak this. Let's tweak that. Mm. No rainbow um, goes in uh, Dubai then. No. Mm. Um, but if that is the way you are inclined, as long as that's what you do in your private life and whatever, and you're not putting up flags everywhere and screaming in the street and yeah. being taught. <clears throat> Oh, no, no, I'd be no, happy with that no, standard no one cares. This, this is the thing that people also misunderstand in those places. They're like, oh, yeah, well, what if you're gay? But I'm like, dude, no one cares. Just keep that to your... It, yeah. It's not so different to how, how I understand the UK was in like what, the 70s. Well, or the yeah, 80s yeah, or whatever. It used to be like, pretty much like that like, here. Yeah, just, actually, just, yeah. like, just keep that, yeah. keep that private Whereas stuff private. Whereas the standard private, in the West is now not only must you not keep it in the bedroom, but you must put it in the school. Yes. Oh no! Now it should be in government and, and, and in in well, yeah, and the Senate, I, dude. I yeah. remember I was in on Regent Street earlier this year and just seeing the the pride flags all the way down. Yes, this giant. And I'm just like, <laughs> this is insane. Like what? It, that that was like Star Wars Imperial Energy. That was except I, with rainbow it, dildos. It, it, it's of so odd. I'm like, this represents under five percent of the population. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why don't you put up something that represents a hundred percent of the population? Like the you, you go to flag. other countries and you yep. see. Oh, it's the flag of the nation. Well, <laughs> and I'm just like, that, that's that's why uh, it looks like a conquest. Yeah, it really, yeah, it that's really what does. Happens, you know? yeah. it, it's it's strange, and like I said, I think that's just because people have forgotten. Okay, like what do we stand for? I, look, you can be welcoming. Oh, yeah, you can be tolerant. You can have people from different places or whatever, but you can say, look, these are our these are our values. These are certain hard lines that we do not tolerate. Right? We tolerate within here. We don't tolerate outside here. And every nation, I believe, has their right to do that. Mm -hmm. And we need to say, you know, if the if what's important to you is smoking weed and eating bacon and drinking beer, you know what? Saudi Arabia is not the place for you. <laughs> right? I do quite it, like it, the last two. Yeah. yeah. It, but if you like those things and you go there and you're like, okay, while I'm here, I'm just going to respect the fact you might disagree with it. You might be yeah. like, you know what? I wish I could eat bacon here, but Fair enough. Like, yeah. you know, this is this I, is. I, I knew what I was getting into when yeah, I came. Exactly. You know, yes. And, and, and then and then it's all good, yeah. right? You don't yeah, offend yeah. anybody. No one's mad. Like everyone just gets on. And I think, um, I think perhaps it's it's also been maybe just because of the sort of extreme individualism that's kind of been drilled into a lot of young people now is the idea of. I think it's been forgotten that tolerance is a is a two way street. Yeah, and that respect constant push. You know, it, it's the same like what we were just talking about here, right? Like there, there's a respect and a politeness. And just a way that you deal and interact with other people that maybe a lot of people are no longer learning. Yeah. Um, and look, people people are gonna have their differences. Gosh, there's yeah. eight billion people in the world. 
we believe different things. Well, however, we got we got some fan mail for you. So, so come and some Thomas Howe, rock up and rumble to find Zuby guesting on the podcast. What an excellent early Xmas present. Enjoying you slapping around Piers Zub. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Russian Garbage Human says, Ruby, great to see... Uh, great to see the Lotus Eaters having a female world record holder for weightlifting in the studio. Love what you do. Enjoy your recent peers' appearance very much. Uh, won't catch this live, but watch it on the VOD on the way home. Excellent. So I'm gonna, yeah, it's so funny how I just I'm gonna live with that title forever now. Well, I mean, <laughs> there are worse things in the modern era. Do you, do you still hold the women's? I, I have not injured. checked for a while. <laughs> right, okay. I have not checked for a while, but... um, You're not going to be too beat up if somebody uh, takes it, it. It's okay. The point was made. <laughs> the point was made. And, and I, think it, I think it's sort of... I, I would like to think that I, I played a, a key role in opening up, mainstreaming that conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. To the point where it is now, so... Alex says, uh, Biden trying to clean up American morals is the same as Xi Jinping trying to clear up Chinese corruption. Uh, take care of the worst offenders so those on the lower down can continue. Um, Justin says Biden isn't wrong decency, morality, etc are all on the ballot just not under his name um, and the thing is as well like everything they accuse Trump of like didn't do anything like this man no. you know you don't have to like Trump but he really wasn't that bad no and, and, the, and the, the stuff he did that people bring up is stuff he did generally before he was president yeah or stuff he said before he yeah. was president yeah oh grab him by the whatever it's yeah. like okay I mean and it was a private conversation private conversation being, you're like like tapped or whatever, wasn't yeah. it? So it's just like, okay. As well as a useful hint. <laughs> but it wasn't, it really wasn't that bad compared to what you see under Biden. Um, Sam says, the guy caught filming gay porn in the Senate was exposed in more ways than one and then blames others for his own mistakes. Color me surprised. Yes. Uh, Tom- That's actually so crazy that that happened. I like, know. Like, I think we've gotten so used to crazy things yeah. that people are just like, oh yeah, someone did that. And that. Like, if you really think about it, like, <laughs> just like, yeah. wait, what? Well, the thing is, no, like, <laughs> like, what? I get people all the time going like, okay, so what do you think is going to happen next year? And it's like, mate, I didn't think anything from about 2020 onwards was yeah. going to happen. Did I think our governments would lock us up? No. Did I think that we'd be, like, any of these things? I sometimes really do wonder if I've been hit by a car and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in some sort of weird afterlife. Yeah. Because this this just doesn't make yeah, sense. I, I, log, I log in Twitter and all, my, all, like, all these Americans are, Arguing over whether or not it was right for the guy to behead the Baphomet statue that was in the government building. I'm like, I'm like, wait, 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 what? Oh, <laughs> wait, God. Wait, wait, why is there a Satan statue? <laughs> well, I, I hate the defenses of this as well. It's like, well, it's they don't really believe in Satan, but then they don't really need a statue. Do they? <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm like, wait, why is the statue there? Like, like, what have I missed? It's, it's I basically a that. giant troll, right? It's basically the whole like Church of Satan thing. It's basically a giant troll. They're all like, oh, we're atheists. Yeah. We just want freedom of religion. It's like, you're not religious. They, you don't have a religion, so you can't have a freedom of religion, right? All of yeah. these arguments, and I say this as an atheist, are total nonsense and shouldn't be tolerated, right? They're not religious. They don't have a God. They don't have a statue. They don't, freedom of religion doesn't apply to them. Don't let them have the Baphomet statue. End of story. Um, anyway, a couple yeah. more before we end. Uh, Nick says, so I'm an engineer, and the engineer in me is super excited about the robot technology. However, the human in me is worried uh, think iRobot, Terminator, Jurassic Park, etc. To quote uh, Jeff Goldblum, you know, it, you were so worried whether or not you could, you never stopped to ask whether mm-hmm. you should. And that honestly is genuinely what I'm scared of when it comes to not just AI, but the robotics as well. Because yeah. when they get linked up together, it's like right now, because there's one thing about AI being depersonified, right? It's like the AI can have all the thoughts it wants, mm-hmm. but as long as it doesn't have any access to physical reality and can mm-hmm. change things, 
I actually don't care how much it hates human beings, which it may well end up doing. But now it's like, right, we're going to link it up with, uh, you know, so intelligence that can learn, it, yes. uh, that can also move around and do give it a body. It yeah, exactly. When it's embodied, it becomes a much more concerning prospect. Someone online says they hate Elon Musk for the same reason they hate Trump because he's not in their club and they can't control him. And I think that's yeah. about right. Grant Gibson says, Zuby, as a parent, I give you permission to be judgmental. A parent who puts their kid on the phone the minute they sit down at a restaurant is a dereliction of duty and you can judge them accordingly. Yeah. There are loads of other comments that are just like thrilled that you're here, by the way. Oh, awesome. Yes. Uh, like, Zuby, my man, it's always nice seeing you pop up and plays and stuff like that. So I'm just going <laughs> to skip a load of those. That's dope. Appreciate um, it, guys. Thank you. But uh, quick thing. So on Elon Musk, what was he like when before and after the interview? Um, kind, polite. Humble, down he, to earth, he just seems friendly. like sort of one of us. Yeah. Right. He, I, and I don't want to be like, oh, look, he's our guy or something. But like, he just seems like a totally normal dude. He is. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's interesting. You know, in the past, um, in the past five years or so, it's been, it's been quite a wild ride. I mean, the number of famous, prominent, whatever people that I've met across, across the world at this point, whether it's Elon or it's, you know, I've met Tucker like, I don't know, four times or it's Candace Owens or it's Andrew Tate or it's Ben Shapiro or it's yourself or it's whatever. I oh, always, I'm nowhere near that it's Joe Rogan, Jesus, right? Yeah. The, the people, yeah. the, the, I'll tell you, the, the three people I always get asked about yeah. are Andrew Tate, yeah. Elon Musk, and Joe Rogan. Yeah. I always get asked, what are they like? And Ben Shapiro as well, actually. I always get, what, what, are, what are they like in real life? What are they like? And my honest answer is, is quite boring. It's just like, yeah, they were, great friendly polite humble like if you didn't if you didn't know who they were and how prominent they were or famous or influential or wealthy or whatever it is you would just think that they're a normal yeah. a normal person and thankfully i've had people who've met me said the same thing i don't know like, i've had people meet me and they're like oh jesus zuby and they're like expecting i, I don't know like they're, <laughs> yeah, 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 they're yeah. sort of expecting you to do like some <laughs> crazy thing and they're like oh like you're just a normal person and i'm like yeah but, uh, as, opposed, <laughs> as opposed to what i mean but yeah, but, I, th uh, I think they think they're gonna, you're going to be like some sort of like hyper egotistical rock star. Maybe so, right? Yeah. And like I, I've met loads of people, and most people have just been really nice. Exactly, and it's it's not, it's not very exciting. Mm -hmm. um, but the last question I want to ask is um, just how short is Ben Shapiro? He's not that short. Ben Ben's huh? about five five eight. Right. Okay. He's really not that cool. short. He's right. like, he's he's like yeah, average male height globally. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting because yeah. like. He looks like he's really short. No, he's not. <laughs> right. it, it, it's funny. He's That's literally, okay. he's like, he's like 5'8". Right? Okay. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. And I was thinking, right, he's got to be about 5'6". Maybe he like just has a penchant for hiring really tall bodyguards because that's always what you see him Maybe. looking yeah. short, isn't it? Yeah. Down he's, about. he's shorter than the other Daily Wire guys. Right. 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 But they're pretty tall. Like Matt Walsh is like 6'2", yeah. though. Well, my, my, I've met Michael Knowles. He was my height. So 5'9". Yeah. So he's not yeah. like... No, tall. no, not, tower, not yeah. towering over. Um, you know... Yeah, um, but not coming, come, coming back to the, yeah. <laughs> really, I've always wanted to know. Actually, guys, before we run out of time, let's just point out that yeah. Zuby has a has a Twitter, hey. which you can follow at Zuby Music, and he's also got. Hang on, there we. Oh no, John, you do it. There we go. He's got these things. YouTube, yeah, lots of links. Team, teamzuby.com. If you want to support teamzuby.com, 
and no OnlyFans. <laughs> Although they have tried to recruit me a couple years ago. A couple years ago, they they, so they was, directly reached out. So there to is me. a there is apparently a big thing of people doing OnlyFans and just doing normal stuff with it. Dude, that's how it started. Yeah, right. Like yeah. OnlyFans, OnlyFans wasn't supposed to become what it's become. It was just like a Patreon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just a tolerated pornography, and there exactly. you go. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. You, you you give an inch and you know you end up with that. Twitch yeah. is going down the same road. Okay. So so Zuby has everything but an OnlyFans, and you can follow him at um, Zuby Music. Zuby Music. There we go. Zuby Music on everything. Zuby. And ch- and check out my actual music because I know so many people who follow me have never actually listened to my music. So if if you're in that basket, then uh, yeah, actually check out my music. Very good. Right. So I, I think we're about out of time. So um, thanks for coming in, Zuby, nice and um, see you guys in the next one. <laughs>